Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. And guess what, people? If I look at my clock, it is 1800 hours and eight seconds. So it is 6 p.m. here in the UK, London time, wherever you are tuning in from around the world. Welcome to the UK Bitcoin Master live show. I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It is great to have you all with us. It is the 17th, Thursday, the 17th of September 2020. And as always, to start the show, Strong Bitcoin Hand. That is the name of the game on this channel. Uh, <clears throat> quick look in the chat. A shout out to uh, some of the people that are with us. My lovely wife Elaine's in. My lovely daughter Buffy's in. So, yep, it is the UK Bitcoin Master Family Show. Uh, Zaza's with us. JC Botha from South Africa. Uh, the great John Stramitis from Malibu is in the house. Uh, Casso, thank you for joining us. Andy BTC, I've seen you're with us today. I don't know if I've uh, forgotten anyone. Yorkshire Bitcoin has just joined us. So people are joining us um, as always. So people, as always, uh, pound the like button. So important you pound that like button so that we can get more eyes on channels like this. Uh, Pastor Phil, Phil Volman, I'm told by Elaine, is in the house. So, Phil, welcome. Great to have you with us. Uh, Lance is in the house. Thank you, Lance, for pounding that like button. People are joining. So let's get on with the show um, without further ado. So um, I'm not going to keep pointing it out, but you can see somewhere over here, there's a great big disclaimer. So do not take anything I say as financial advice, please, people. It is just me, this crazy UK Bitcoiner, sounding off after three years down the rabbit hole. uh, Rocky Palumbo's with us. Rocky, great to have you in the house as always. And just putting it out there, Rocky, you and I need a catch up, my friend. It's been a few weeks now and I'm having withdrawal symptoms because we're not holding conversation offline. I'm only kidding. But um, yeah, so Please like this video, share it, subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Bash the bell button so you get notified when I go live. 
tweet it out. I'd really appreciate that. At the end of the show, all my um, social media links will come up, um, as well as the great big boxes. If you're watching this on YouTube, where you can click and go to uh, the websites, there they are, ukbitcoinmaster.com if you're new is the site where you'll find all my videos and Bitcoin interviews. If you want to see the interviews I've done, you can check them out there. Uh, Whilst I'm talking of interviews, if you haven't watched the recent Swan Bitcoin interview with Brady from Swan, who I recently had on my show, check out the interview I did with Brady of Swan Bitcoin a couple of shows ago. Great interview. Brady said to me he thoroughly enjoyed doing it and talking basic Bitcoin for a change. So do check that, that out. But also check his most recent interview uh, with Max Kaiser and Tone Vase. It was absolutely superb. And I'm trying to think who sent me the link to that. It may have been Yorkshire Bitcoiner. I can't remember, but somebody did. Thank you for that. That was a cracking interview. I watched half before bed last night and then half again uh, this morning when I woke up. But it really was superb. So do check out those. And finally, if anyone wants to drop a lightning tip, you don't have to. Um, But if you want to, because I don't have enough subscribers for Super Chats, then there you go. There's a tipping.me address that you can send me um, a few Satoshis if you want. But again, you don't have to. So that is that. Let's get on with the show, people. Let's head over to my desktop. Let's see what's going going on in the world of Bitcoin. So as we speak, we are hovering just under the 11K mark. You can see the chart for the last week. So up and down like a fiddler's elbow, except generally in an upward direction, recovering. We've been peeking our head over the top of 11K today, uh, then back under the uh, 11K into the high tens. But you know what? This is just to have a look what's going on. You should never look at charts like this. You should zoom right out and see what is going on macro over the long term. And this show is all about underpinning why it does not matter what the day-to-day chart. This is a four-hour chart, by the way. It doesn't matter what the day-to-day chart is doing. It is what is going on out there in the big wide world of Bitcoin and industry and finance and banking, excuse me, and COVID and everything else. So with that in mind, let's get off the charts and let's look at some articles uh, that I came across. Okay, Um, I don't know who Jeff Booth is. I just looked at this. He's an author of a, a book called The Price of Tomorrow. And he's saying that owning Bitcoin is a must. And he's not alone. They're all saying it now. No matter what article you read, no what what publication, they're all saying you're a fool if you don't have a hedge in Bitcoin. Um, So what did he have to say? Okay, uh, what is the price of tomorrow? Jeff Booth is an entrepreneur that built his empire successfully during the dot-com bust. That's interesting. And later, amidst the Great Recession, Bitcoin was also born out of. Ignore the next bit. I can't highlight the top bit and the bit under it, but we're down here. Booth is a firm believer in utilizing technology for positive change and in improving financial 
inefficiencies. He also recently released a book at the start of 2020 called The Price of Tomorrow, Why Deflation is the Key to an Abundant Future. Ignore the next bit. The book touches on several topics that have only become more relevant since the book was published. There's a full chapter dedicated to printing money, close quotes, a topic especially important considering today's Federal Reserve meeting where Chair Jerome Powell, um, well, he did address the rising inflation rate. Um, the money machine is going burr. It isn't sustainable and we need to have a hedge in Bitcoin. You know, it's not just me saying this is crazy uh, Bitcoiner that doesn't understand much at all, really, on his show. It is lots and lots of people saying you need to have a hedge in Bitcoin. OK, what I didn't want to do was make my thumbnail clickbaity with the primary tab being micro strategy. Everyone's covering it to death on their daily shows. I only go live twice a week. So, of course, as you can see, this is two days ago. So but I did want to touch on it because you see, here's a thing. <clears throat> micro strategy threw two hundred and fifty million dollars at this at Bitcoin a few weeks ago. Now they've just thrown another one hundred and seventy five million at it, totaling 425 million. It, I read this somewhere on Twitter, and don't quote me if I've got this a bit higgledy-piggledy, but somebody tweeted, it might have been Anders, it might have been Guy Bennett, but somebody tweeted that if another eight companies the size did this, the size of MicroStrategy, what they've input, I think all the Bitcoin being mined for the rest of this year is is taken up and it's, it's off the table or something along those lines. Even if I butchered that, here's the thing. How many companies the size of MicroStrategy do you think it's going to take before the FOMO kicks in, fear of missing out, and then they all start piling in, and then nation states start piling in. And this is why everyone is so excited and so bullish about Bitcoin, because not only has MicroStrategy done it, you can bet your bottom dollar that all companies like MicroStrategy are watching what they're doing. They've got experts delving down the Bitcoin rabbit hole because no one wants to be left behind. Uh, Gary O'Connell, welcome to the show. We only chatted on the phone a few hours ago. Well, they ain't getting my 0.00001 Bitcoin. I'm huddling. Love it. Uh, the eternal joker. Um, so, what did I highlight? Anything to read? Yeah. MicroStrategy bets on Bitcoin again. MicroStrategy's new policy enables them to regularly transform parts of their passive cash assets into Bitcoin without any further notice to the SEC. 24 hours after the news went public, Michael Saylor, the firm's founder, announced that MicroStrategy acquired 16,796 additional Bitcoin, bringing in a total holdings to 38,250 BTC or 4.25 million. And there's his tweets right there. This is a big deal, people. This is a monster deal, and I really can 
see the floodgates opening. This is just the tip of the iceberg, I'm sure. And they're just not all going to want to be left behind. So a really, really bullish sign for Bitcoin, uh, that one there. <clears throat> OK, here we are again. It always seems to be on the third tab where it freezes. Now, Jim Cramer, um, Bitcoin is now on former hedge fund manager Jim Cramer's investment menu. And I think he was chatting to Pomp on his podcast. And it says on the latest episode of the Pomp podcast, um, Pomp tried to convert the guest Jim Cramer into Bitcoin. CNBC's mad money fame, Kramer, is a former hedge fund manager who back in 2016 showed his bullishness towards Bitcoin by calling out for one million only to get his bears out the following year when the digital asset went under 6K. So I don't know. You know, is that a strong hand Bitcoiner that, you know, is bullish when the price is pumping and bearish when the price goes down? I'm bullish all the time, even if the price is going down, because I look at the macro side of things, where Bitcoin is going over the next one, two, five, ten years, not the day to day or the week to week charts. But this time, the co-founder of thestreet.com got a much needed lesson to understand Bitcoin. And now he believes buying Bitcoin is actually prudent. What changed his mind is the $3 billion that the central bank printed, which he said changed everything. I'm concerned that I'm not being prudent. And I now think that Bitcoin is prudent, said Jim Cramer. So we can go on and on with the people that I keep picking out to talk about on my show that are now bullish on Bitcoin. And I think it was Tone Vase that on the show, the Swan Bitcoin show with Max Kaiser that I watched earlier, was saying that this is your very, very last year that you will ever be able to buy Bitcoin at 10K or under. Because when it goes, that ain't coming back. And I tend to concur with that, even though I don't give financial advice, don't take it as financial advice. It is just me rattling off because I'm so excited and so bullish on Bitcoin right now. So the Bahamas confirms the central bank digency currently roll out of their country for October 2020. And I want to just say this. They're all out there already. If you've got a credit or a debit card, if you've got a bank card, that is all digital currency. Tone Vase pointed this out again on that on that interview. They're all using digital currencies. And yet, you know, they're fiddling with figures, manipulating figures to make money. And they want you to spend. They want you to be in debt. So this is not new. This is just more bullish sign for Bitcoin. But if you own a bank account, when do you ever see your cash unless you take a bit out of an ATM? All you see is figures moving around on a ledger. So this is these central bank digital currencies that they reckon every country are going to have. Well, they're just going to manipulate them again. And your money at your bank is all if you've got a thousand dollars in your bank, that is a thousand dollars of digital currency on a bank ledger. 
So what's new, people? Bitcoin is new. Bitcoin is the innovation. Bitcoin has the scarcity aspect, the immutability aspect. Go away and learn the seven network effects that give Bitcoin its strength. Just Google Trace Mayer seven network effects on YouTube and you'll be able to watch what it is that makes Bitcoin so unique, so special and something that will never, ever be replicated. It will not. Simple. Go and check out those network effects because we don't say this for the good of our health. There's a reason Bitcoin is going to change the world. And if you don't understand that, you need to go and understand that. Uh, UBS doubts that Bitcoin is a safe haven asset. FUD, people. If you're new to the channel, if you're watching this in the future, that is FUD. That is fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and probably born out of the fact that they don't understand those seven network effects. Because if they did, they would not be saying this just because it's volatile. Let's have a look at what they're saying. A UBS report has concluded that Bitcoin is likely not an attractive safe haven asset. The cryptocurrency's volatility and vulnerability to price swings are cited as unattractive to most investors. People, wake up. The people that make fortunes are the innovators. The people that get in when the masses like UBS are saying, oh, I'd be careful of that if I were you. That's a bit risky. The investors that get into the new assets like Bitcoin, yes, it's volatile and it will be volatile until one of those seven network effects kicks in. I'm not going to tell you what that is. Go and learn about the seven network effects. It's only about a 13 minute video, but it will help you to understand why Bitcoin's price is volatile and when that might change. Dan, Suffolk Bitcoiner, welcome to the show. Don't forget the pound. Great to have you with us. Uh, Survivorship uh, bias and limited diversification also hold the crypto asset back. Bull poop in terms of UBS. You know, massive, massive company, UBS. But do you know what? You do not want to be taking notice of what organizations, institutions like this have got to say, because either they don't understand those seven network effects, or they don't understand Bitcoin, or they've got their own ulterior motives for that. This is definitely what I refer to as FUD. Okay, peeps, stick with me. Got some great tweets coming up. A quick interlude. I do need to shout out to Dan at JustLearnBitcoin.com. He is the CEO of that JustLearnBitcoin.com. He's a friend. He's part of our private 21 million club. We've got um, a 21 million meetup coming up on the 26th of this month, people. So I hope you can join us. If you want to know how you can be part of that once a month offline meetup where we all connect on Zoom and get to know each other, talk about Bitcoin, um, then just reach out to me um, in the notes below within a few minutes of the 
show ending, um, you'll see an email address down there where you can send me an email and I'll happily tell you the criteria to be part of that private 21 million club. Now, <clears throat> justlearnbitcoin.com have got, you can see at the top, consulting, learning to trade. I don't um, endorse learning to trade, but some people want to, and that's fine. But literally anything to do with wallet setup and backup, storage solutions, end of life planning, questions about mining, maybe getting coins back that have been sent accidentally to the wrong chain. <clears throat> if you go to btcbracelets.com, I'm wearing mine. I always wear my Bitcoin bracelet. Every time we go out and leave the house, every show, I've got a T-shirt on, a bracelet, maybe a mask with UK, a UK Bitcoin master on it. Thank you to Zaza at BigVisionCustoms.com. So Zaza is another Bitcoiner in motion, people. Check out Zaza's merch site as well as Dan's at JustLearnBitcoin.com, as well as Bitcoin to the Moon down in South Africa. There are so many people that produce fantastic merchandise. Just check them all out. Follow them on Twitter, etc. But you can get some cracking deals with massive discounts off over there. As always, the merch is there from hoodies to, to mugs and everything in between. <clears throat> OK, sorry for being boring. But what I'd like to do is spend a few seconds and ask you to scroll down and click this black box if you are new to our channel. That will take you over to this page where we've got an initiative going to help Pastor Phil Volman, uh, our friend from Ohio, to get some or all of his Bitcoin back that was hacked and stolen by a scammer when Phil was doing an, a firmware update on his Trezor. Now, if you're new to the show, Bitcoin Meister, welcome, Adam. Great to have you here with us under the circumstances. Um, here's the thing. Phil is very well versed in Bitcoin. He is very well versed in Trezor. But doing an update, as these couple of videos show, he didn't check something in his URL. And 24 hours later, his 14.2 Bitcoin had gone to zero. Phil was a pastor in the church for 16 years. He worked in the, he was in the American military at the time of the Vietnam War. His family have taken in disadvantaged children and adopted them and brought them up as their own. My good, a pillar of society. And yet 14 Bitcoin are stolen. <clears throat> so do check this site out. The wallet info is there of the hacker that stole Phil's coins. And, you know, how do we eat an elephant one bite at a time? How do we change the world one person talking Bitcoin at a time? How do we get Phil some of his Bitcoin? One person make a, making a tiny donation at a time, <coughs> excuse me, on Tallycoin. If you're short of money, 50 cents of Bitcoin, buy it. If you use Coinbase, buy it, send it to Phil, and then buy another 50 cents to replace the 50 cents you've donated. If you can donate more, donate more. But every little helps. And Phil is so appreciative of every single donation. But here's the thing. I've been banging the drum for almost, in fact, just over a year now. Um, and we've currently got 1.1% of Phil's Bitcoin back, which is not even of a fraction of a Bitcoin. So I just want a big push to help um, Phil get at least one of his Bitcoin back because Phil has been building his pot um, for his demise due to his age, 
you know, we're all getting older um, so that his family is secure if anything happens to him. So I'm making it my, I've made it my mission to help him get whatever Bitcoin he can back. So if you can go and support Pastor Phil's cause. Thank you, everyone. Back to the show. <clears throat> Andy Hoffman, Mr. Controversial, easily one of the most amazing corporate stories ever backing up what I talked about earlier um, about MicroStrategy. Uh, MSTR or MicroStrategy, um, it no longer needs to do business. Think about this. As holding Bitcoin will make them one of the wealthiest companies in the world. So 400 and whatever it is, 25 million at today's figure. What does that make them worth if this 10Xs, 100Xs? It is just flipping mind-blowing. But I'm sure they'll trade. I'm sure they'll to continue to uh, add to their Bitcoin portfolio because maybe somewhere out there, they're vying to be the biggest company holder of Bitcoin potentially. I don't know, but this is a really, really big deal. And everyone's tweeting about the micro strategy thing. Hot or not, when Bitcoin passes 100k, it will feel so overdue. It will. I've been in three and a bit years. People like Bitcoin Meister and Rocky Palumbo and others have been in maybe six or seven years. So <clears throat> I feel it's been an eternity while I've been in Bitcoin. So you guys really are uh, OGs. Um, so obvious. And it will still feel wildly undervalued to everyone who has even begun to get it. Same goes for any valuation measured in debt coupons until full hyper-Bitcoinization. If you don't know what hyper-Bitcoinization is, go to Bitcoin Meister's channel, find where he's at Anders from LA on his channel, or find Anders on um, Twitter. Anders is really big on hyper-Bitcoinization. Um, I won't go into it on tonight's show. <coughs> Excuse me. Bitcoin Tina, again, controversial figure, speaks his mind for sure. Some understand the best FOMO, if you're new, fear of missing out, is when Bitcoin is barely moving. Most will FOMO when the price is moving by thousands every week. Absolutely. Buyers keep accumulating the most scarce asset in the world. Sellers, shorts keep digging their own financial grave. And finally, no, you can't have my Bitcoin. And no, you can't have my Bitcoin, people. If you want to shout out in the chat, just type in UK Bitcoin Master. I will happily give you a shout out live on the show. Uh, Armin Naparman from that Land Down Under. Bitcoin has made me question the things that I've trusted in life. They're all falling short. They are, aren't they? You know, I was taught as a child, save a little bit for a rainy day. Why? My in-laws, Elaine's parents, elderly parents, they worked hard all of their lives. Um, they put money away and their savings today in their 80s, is not worth the paper it's written on. 
And yet we were told that lie, weren't we? By banks, by financial people. Put a little bit by and you'll be okay. Pay into a pension. I've got a colleague of mine that worked as a graphic designer for the BBC in my other business. And he paid into three private pensions for 25 years of his life because he loved his job. He worked 24-7. The idea was to pile money into them so that he could retire in his early 50s. And when he came to retire, they weren't worth a third of what he was promised. So I'm with Armand the Parman here. Don't trust what you're taught by the mainstream media because they'll lie through their teeth because they want 99% of the world's population to die broke. And if you don't want to die broke, and I don't care if you've got a decent job, you're paying all of your bills right now, I'm telling you, you will die broke. Statistically, less than 1% of the world have enough money in retirement to bury them should they die. That's a really scary statistic with everything that's going on with the pandemic and uh, the money printers going burr and the hyperinflation that's coming. People, that is going to get worse and worse and worse. And you must, no financial advice, just me, you must hedge into Bitcoin. Just aim for one Bitcoin. Just do that for me. Just work out what you can dollar cost average and just aim to get one Bitcoin as a hedge or a half a Bitcoin or 0.28 of a Bitcoin. Apparently, according to some, would put you in the financial elite of Bitcoin in a decade or so. Um, all I'm saying is don't take the financial advice from me, even though it appears like I am. Get down the rabbit hole, do your research, follow shows like Bitcoin Meisters, um, follow people on Twitter like... Um, uh, Oh, God. Tech Bolt. Twitter is Adam Meister, Tech Bolt. Um, Simon Dixon, um, Max Kaiser, um, people that are big in Bitcoin, Ansel Linda, Vortex, etc. Follow BTC Sessions on YouTube. Go and watch the Swan Bitcoin video with Max Kaiser and Tone Vase. It was awesome. The link to that is at the top of the show notes here of the chat. Watch it. It was just mind blowing. One of the best videos I've seen bullish um, on Bitcoin. And finally, funny enough, Vortex. <clears throat> I remember being asked many times in the early days of Bitcoin, who will buy a $10,000 Bitcoin? My answer has always been the same. The people that will buy a $10,000 Bitcoin are the same people that will buy a $100,000 Bitcoin. If it isn't the ordinary common man, it is going to be companies like MicroStrategy. So the common man needs to act now for fear of being the monopoly, being the big companies that have always made the money that will always get rich again because the ordinary common man won't wake up to this massive redistribution of wealth that we are right in the middle of. My quote of the day. The best view comes after the hardest climb. Okay, how does that pertain to Bitcoin? Well, it's a really tough climb, isn't it? When it sits in a bull market for two years and nothing's going on and we're all wondering, oh, when the hell is something going to happen? Or it's pumping up and then we see a pullback that we didn't expect and our heart sinks, particularly if we're over leveraged 
or leveraged. Never invest what you can't afford to lose. Never invest what you can't afford to go down. Never invest something today that you hope to pull out and make a fortune this month, next month, three months or a year. Bitcoin, in my opinion, is a long-term solution to the long-term financial problems of the world. So therefore, you need to learn how to develop your low time preference. And if you're going to invest into Bitcoin, my advice is put your money away for four to 10 years. Keep investing. Enjoy life. None of us knows when tomorrow or today is our last. We really don't. Adam, my thoughts are with you. So the best view comes after the hardest climb. So in every four year cycle, every 210,000 blocks, there's a large chunk of that where everyone's just excuse me the pun, pulling their hair out, not me. Uh, what the hell's going on with Bitcoin? And then we get to these halvings and then the excitement that is palpable out there in Bitcoin land. And it's palpable to me. And you want to be involved now for fear of missing out on what is coming really, really soon. So people, that is is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today, Thursday, the 17th of September. Please, as always, <clears throat> like this video, share it out wherever you can. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Bash the bell button so you get notified when I go live. I am consistently live, 1800 hours London time, every Monday and every Thursday, barring tragedy and illness, you will find me live twice a week. So become a regular on this Bitcoin show. Then share it out. Then do your best to bring two or three of your friends so that they can find this channel. Because whilst I don't know a lot about the technicals, you know, the TA, the charts and Fibonacci and all those words that mean nothing to me that I've just heard, what I can do is give you all a dose of inspiration because I am totally inspired since I came across Bitcoin. And, and I'm going to do it again. The one person that stands out head and shoulders above everyone for that is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Adam, I will be eternally grateful to you. People, when my show ends within 20 odd minutes, 30 minutes, I believe unless you've changed it, um, Bitcoin Meister will be going live with his uh, One Bitcoin show. I'll be in the chat. Join me over there for Bitcoin Meister's show. Follow me on Twitter. Tweet this out. I'm going to put the links up in a moment um, to my social media. Go and follow me on one other platform. Click on the squares when they come up. You can't do that, obviously, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast. Um, check out the notes below because I only read a few paragraphs of each of those articles, but they are well worth going and reading yourself. I don't care how bullish you are on Bitcoin. I don't care how strong your strong hand is. Like Adam always says, just don't be an algorithm slave. Read the articles that I found because I try to not find the top articles on all the publications. I go in search of articles that most people might not have found already. 
that is it, people. I'm out of here. Thanks, as always, for your support. I'll catch some of you on Bitcoin Meister's show shortly. Until Monday, have a great Bitcoin morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Have an incredible Bitcoin weekend. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off. I will catch you all on Monday. Cheers for now. Strong Bitcoin hand. I'm out of here. Cheerio.